Rodgers and the inability as well. Turnover though by Boston. Now Simmons in transition. What a pass to MB by goodness! Posterizes Baines. Simmons all the way in and he gets a slam. Process that. Harris on Adams on the switch. Harris shoots over with a rainbow three. Wow. It's in his hands. You're gonna sit on it. Five seconds remaining. Butler looks like he's going for the win. Butler heaves and hits with four tenths of a second remaining. Jimmy Butler delivers for his new squad. Okay. Um, hello and welcome to Top Three Protected. I am Eddie here with Eric. Uh, this is episode twenty of the podcast, and free agency has come and gone. As quick as it appeared, it almost it's practically finished. Uh, the Sixers did partly run it back and also completely changed the team. We'll get into that. We'll also talk about what happened in the rest of the league and uh, and then. But first, we'll talk about our guys. Eric, how are you feeling after that free agency day? Uh that's that's a great question. Baffled, uh, bamboozled, but Let us straight. I'm. I'm yeah, I'm not. I'm not angry. Uh, I'm not upset. I'm very happy. I'm excited for the opportunities. Um, I've heard a few things that have broken out in regards to uh, what was offered, what wasn't, and like we said previously, all you can do is offer to run it back, yep. and then, then the players decide what it is they want to do. And it seemed that this wasn't the case with Jimmy Butler, and I think that's where we'll start. Uh, we did offer Jimmy Butler that five-year maximum extension, um, but. He had his intentions on going to Miami. Yeah, Why? yeah. Very we don't weird. know necessarily. There's, there's things like he doesn't fit with Ben. Uh, the, the spacing with uh, him, Tobias, Ben, uh, two guard, and uh, JoJo wasn't a big uh, enough space. There's, there could have been a question of work ethic. There, there's all these things uh, that could be speculated. I'd rather just let Jimmy answer for himself. But what we do know objectively is that Jimmy was offered a five-year maximum contract from the Philadelphia 76ers. He said no. He said no. And, and uh, it was very weird. That, yeah. I, 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 I wonder, because he goes to the Miami Heat where, you know, he's got Spolster and he's got Pat Riley, two gym rats who are just going to absolutely work with him. I, I get that. Uh, he's absolutely becomes the face of the franchise, but then what? I guess I, I, I don't see the long play other than it's going to be Jimmy Butler plus. Um, Me either. Um, but it's a little I'm weird. He kept, he kept saying he said he was a guy that wants to win. I felt like his best chance to win a championship was here. I think as currently constructed, Miami isn't doing anything more than being a seventh seed at best. And then they're a first round out. It would be crazy to face them in the first round. Um, but yeah, it's really weird. It it kind of sucks. Watch it Jimmy go like... for forty though in the hostile environment though. You know he feeds off. Oh of that. yeah, yeah he does. He does. I wouldn't expect him to have like one of those games where two years ago you know Dwayne Wade had them help them win. What was it? Game two against us. Um, yeah, it was one of those heroic uh, D Wade moments where yeah. he would have dropped forty, but I think it was just like twenty two in like twenty minutes or something. Wade was unstoppable for as long as he could go. Yeah. The only thing that stopped Dwayne Wade was his. his his ability to play basketball due to his age. Yep. And then, uh, so yeah, it's a little weird. Uh, I guess, you know, like you had mentioned, Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra, the whole heat 
quote-unquote culture appealed to him. He wanted to be the guy. He will be the guy. Uh, but they're not going to do much winning in terms of basketball games. Um, but more power to him. He turned down a five-year max. It was kind of weird. Um, but in other news, Tobias Harris agreed to a five-year, $180 million max. So uh, a little less than the max, not much less. But he did give us a little bit of money on the side, uh, which we then in turn were able to not only bring back Mike Scott and the Mike Scott Hive uh, on a two-year deal uh, worth, nine, worth $9.8 million, which was great. But the big story of yesterday as it pertains to Sixers, um, outside of Jimmy Butler, was we turned out to be the mystery team to sign one Al Horford. We signed Al Horford to a four-year deal worth $97 million guaranteed. It can increase to $109 million should the Sixers win the championship. Uh, for those of them been, that have been living under a rock or need some type of uh, reminder as to who Al Horford is, he's widely considered Embiid's best defender. He was uh, the main cog in what gave us so many struggles against the Celtics every time we played them. Um, and he is a defensive monster, but he is a little on the older side at 33 years old. His birthday um, just passed, so he's officially 33 he will be 37 by the end of the uh, end of the deal. Um, so I'll ask you, Eric, how do you, how do you feel about now having Al Horford of all people from the Boston Celtics taking him away from them and inserting him into this team? Do you remember when the Sixers played the Raptors and Greg Monroe played one minute and was a minus eleven? Yeah, that's why you sign Al Horford. <laughs> I, I was I was a little you know scratching my head, but then I realized too. Al Horford isn't your traditional five anymore. He's not going to play center sands the nights that you rest Embiid or if you want to have Embiid go down for a few minutes. Uh, Horford's going to primarily be the four. Yep. And that's that's great for uh, because he can shoot the three-pointer at about a league average clip. It, it, it offers space for Ben to maneuver. And my God, just, just nobody is going to be touching this interior. You think if you can have a healthy Al and a healthy Joe – Two things you will have to, you know, keep in mind with their yes. load management, which you'll have to watch. Al is, you know, over thirty, and Joe is someone we know. We'll probably needs see to a lot of load We'll see a lot of Jonah Bolden during the regular season. I believe so, uh, absolutely, and that's that's good for Jonah to get some more minutes as well to showcase his talents. Yeah, um, I, I like this Horford signing. Uh, the fact that Tobias Harris is going to be the worst defender amongst the starting five. We'll get to Richardson obviously in a minute. And he's six. But, what he's six eight. <laughs> yeah. What Richardson? Richardson's the shortest guy at six six. Is that right? Yeah, Richardson will be the shortest guy at six six, and he's also like first team all defense level type of defender. And that's what Kawhi said gave him fits was the length. And you know we could talk about how your four bounces away, but you know long boys get longer, and I I'm okay with that. They do. And not only is he a great Embiid defender, he was an amazing Giannis defender as well. He's just so technically sound. Uh, I loved watching those Gator teams. Um, Al Horford, uh, Methlab Corey Brewer, my dude. I, I love Corey Brewer, yeah. man, uh, so much after that that little stay. Um, Joaquin Noah. Um, uh, Those are some on, good can, Florida teams. That, But th they ran it back that uh, twice. Uh, Horford stayed for his junior year. They ran back the entire roster and then uh, scored. Uh, and then won the uh, national championship again. But everywhere Al Horford's gone, he's been regarded as a veteran presence. Uh, he was on that that uh, sixty win Hawk team that did eventually get dismantled by LeBron. But I'm I'm excited to have just 
an overall veteran leader. I think he's going to offer a little more of that veteran presence than JJ. And I, I, I think overall the Sixers did not get worse. I think at the very least they, they, they covered different weaknesses. Yeah, they pivoted a little. Yeah, and boy are they lucky that Harris came back. But I think once the Kyrie KD situation happened, Toby knew that uh, he's like, all right, I go back to the Clippers. Or this I would look weird. My Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm looking at that Florida team. They were, so the year they ran it back, of, of all the NBA players on that team, you had Torian Green, Al Horford, Corey Brewer, Joakim Noah. Chris Richard, who I assume did not spend much time in the league, and then Maurice. No, Spates. he got drafted because he was on that team. Okay, uh, and, then and then he spent Maurice like a couple Spates. years in the league. Yeah, that was a that was a stacked team. Yeah, yeah. Coached by Billy Donovan, that's how he found his way into the NBA. Yep, that was a definitely good Florida team. But but like you mentioned, yeah, I think uh, we covered other weaknesses. I think our defense is will be insane now. I don't. I, we did lose JJ Redick. I will mention that we did lose JJ Redick. Uh, so offensively, best shooter on the team, best shooter yes, by far. And so offensively, I feel maybe this opens up the gates for Tobias uh, to do a little more. I was watching some Josh Richardson after the signing just to get a feel. Um, it seems that he's able to a certain extent run the pick and roll as well. Um, he's also younger on our timeline. Well, we'll get into Josh Richardson, but as far as Al Horford. Um, I do think that helps our defense entirely. And I think if you look at our nine man rotation for the, uh, for our nine or eight man rotation for the playoffs. Now you can stagger those Embiid and Horford minutes. Um, so you'll always have a smart, competent five in there at all times, which will make dividends for our team. And I also think you'll be able to run Boban against certain teams like the Nets, like how they did this year. They went and got Deandre Jordan to to pair with uh Jared Allen. You could still run Boban against that lineup because neither of those two are shooting from three. Um as of now, things could change. Jared Allen may come and shoot thirty five percent from three this year. I mean this upcoming Are we tonight. getting Bobby back on a uh, vet minimum or a league minimum? I that's what it's feeling like is gonna happen, only just cause who really the people that have money left really are the ones are the Clippers and the Lakers in Toronto and they're waiting to see what Kawhi does. And I also want to get into that because we potentially have some big news to break. Um, but, but yeah, Al Horford was great. Uh, so coming along with Al Horford, we did receive, uh, we did trade away Jimmy, I mean to say, in a sign-and-trade deal so that the Heat were able to send him. And in return, we got none other than Josh Richardson. Uh, for the uninitiated, Josh Richardson is a 25-year-old uh, two-guard from, he was, came from Miami. He was a second round pick. He was the 40th pick in the draft. Um, he comes in at six, six. Uh, he's on an amazing contract, uh, for the next three years. The third year is a player option, but he's not making more than 11 million per year. Um, and yeah, he's come up through the Miami heat system. He, like I mentioned, he was a second round pick who signed, who then signed a deal after being discovered as good. And he's just a, a great player who defensively is a monster. I wouldn't say Covington esque, but he's up there, um, and uh, he, would I say, is a little more athletic than Covington, can really get up there and have some awesome dunks and weak side blocks, and someone who should plug right into our system. He was uh, miscast as the guy on that Miami team last year, uh, according to multiple uh, Miami beat reporters who then wrote about him after the trade, from what I've read, and um, 
And yeah, he just seems like someone that should fit right in and almost fill a role that Covington did for us before he left. How do you feel about Josh Richardson? Uh, the best part is that he excels off ball, which you need uh, in a Ben Simmons offense. Uh, he can hit shoot from the outside, which is obviously you know what you expect from a two. And what I what I, I if if shots fall for him, he needs to shoot it an above average NBA clip. I'm not saying he needs to shoot 40 percent from three for an entire season, but I'd love for him to not regress on his three point shooting. If he can do that for you, there are better offensive options that are going to get theirs in the Sixers offense and bead. Horford, Ben, and of course, Tobias, that you won't need Josh Richardson to carry that load. But where you will ask of him, and what I've read from the Miami Heat fan subreddit, is that he's always willing to take on the number one guy to get up in the face and be that defender, which is so big for someone like Ben who can then conserve some of his energy. And then you get all the lanky boys, not just from the starting uh, five, but you get uh, Matisse and you get uh, Zaire. Come on. And Zaire. You can get a lot of transition buckets. And Shake. Be a, Shake is a 6'6 point guard. That's true. Shake's a big man. And I mean, I, I think he's going to play backup point guard minutes this year. It's going to be his, his job to lose. Um, we are. We definitely are some long boys. <laughs> uh, this team should be stacked uh, defensively. Um, but yeah, so then uh, the third part of that, uh, of our acquired acquired players i guess you couldn't really call him acquired but we did as i mentioned earlier run it back with tobias it seems now he will be the secondary scorer behind uh Embiid, kind of taking kind of taking over that role from both jimmy butler and jj reddick um do you do you picture him as being up to the task to do so now he was great as the guy in the clippers now i know that when he left the clippers kind of chugged along just fine they had a great system and they have a lot of good players but with that being said, Tobias was doing great, and he was shooting over 40% from three. Um, do you think that now, with the opening of more touches available to him, that he can get back to that player that he was in L.A.? Absolutely. It's just a matter of him being the fourth, sometimes the fifth option in that Sixers offense. You know, Ben, ben would quarterback the offense, and for the love of fucking Christ, can he stop taking eight seconds and a 24-second clock to come up with it? It's like, here, <laughs> let, me dri- let me dribble up for eight seconds. Spend another eight seconds fucking around. Let me drive and then kick out. It's like you need a little bit more than that. It's not college where you have 40 seconds. I think they dropped it to 30 now. Uh, I don't watch much college basketball because the shooting turns me off because they're so bad. Neither do I. <laughs> I, I. I say that, and I'm like four for my last 103 from L.A. Fitness. But with Tobias, <laughs> he's a better finisher than J.J. J.J. was very much just a uh, you know, catch, dribble, shoot. Maybe, maybe he'd have the ball in his hands for a second. Tobias has the ability then, like, you know, uh, look at his shot, and then he can just uh, one-pump dribble and then make his move. Is he going to then pull up for a a higher percentage two? Is he going to look to get to the rim? Is he going to look to kick? Tobias is going to be able to have more opportunities to showcase why it is that he's become a maximum player. I don't buy the logic of just buying into the box score of what Tobias was. Yeah, and he's only 26. He's only 26, and he's gotten better every single year. Of his career. I was right though. I was right. He shot himself out of a max contract. Yeah, in that he did. Play in the ball. He shot himself out of a max contract. But I think also as well, um, the Sixers wanted to have that little bit left, and it's like you can just like grab a dude by the balls and be like, "Dude, you're gonna get like 180 million. Come on." <laughs> we're some of we're it throwing is in that fifth year. Like LeBron. LeBron is like uh, he'll he'll never take less than a maximum value because he believes it's disrespectful to his ability, and I I can I can respect that. Yeah, you, know, you should never you should never leave money on the table when you know that you can get it elsewhere. Yep. 
go get the bag if you can. Um, so Dude, this picture on RNBA of like KD and Kyrie in Brooklyn uniforms just looks dumb. It's Those so Nets weird. Are, it's they're, weird. They're, they're dumb uniforms. <laughs> so, um, so we went over Tobias. We went over. Um, we went over Al. We went over the whole Jimmy thing. Uh, we could. We do have. To, I also mentioned. I'll repeat it again. Mike Scott is returning on a two-year, nine-point-eight million-dollar deal. Shout out to the Mike Scott Hive. He's out here. He was in Center City for a little bit today, just hanging out with fans. I thought that was cool. I would have went, but I was busy. Um, and and, uh, and yeah, shout out to Mike Scott. I'm happy he's returning. I don't really have much to say other than that. Do you have anything to say about Mike Scott? I'm just happy he's back. He's a crowd favorite. He's a crowd favorite. He's a guy who can contribute off the bench. Um, one thing I liked was when he was doing his exit interviews, he said that playing for Philadelphia rejuvenated his career. And it you seemed know, like really- it, too. It kind of seemed like it. Jack, no ice. Yep. And so if he can put forth that effort on the court, one, he'll solidify himself as just in a, one of the all-time favorites in Philadelphia. But, but that's, that's really all you can ask from your bench, guys. Like, give it your best and play, play within yourself and play within the system. Because the biggest problem with the Sixers was that they hemorrhaged leads when they were uh, – what were they called? The Fantastic Five or whatever? Them yeah. boys? Yeah, something When like them that. boys were out there, they were, like, they were the best uh, lineup. Uh, in terms of plus minus in the playoffs last year. But then, like I said, Greg Monroe comes in for one minute and is a minus 11. Because Kawhi just like donkey punches you for three, 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 and two. And the next thing you know, it's like you had a six point lead. Now you're down six, and Embiid's starting to like cough like a little uh, deeper phlegm in his mucus. It's like, ah, uh, come yeah. on. I wish, I wish this was 2K or something where like none of this mattered. But there's the human element of it. There's always the human element. Um, and yeah, so. What, all in all, we're happy to have Mike Scott back. Happy to have the guys back. So as of now, as it stands now on Monday, July 1st at 8.46 p.m., then it, again, these things are fluid around this time, so this could change. The Sixers have about $7 million in, a little over $7.7 in cap space left. Um, notable free agents of ours that are still out there are TJ McConnell, Boban Marjanovic, uh, and James Ennis III. Um, wait, didn't Ennis go to the Wizards? Did he sign? I I let me see. Just, I, I might have misheard. Maybe it was just the option wasn't picked up. No, he's okay. Still, they they he's, just didn't pick up his option. Yeah. So, bad. so James Ennis is, uh, is still a free agent. Um, he's looking to get paid. He might go out there and get paid if he doesn't. I don't know if James Ennis is going to be back. I have a feeling now only just cause there was a tweet from a source that leaked that, uh, that the Sixers are interested in bringing TJ McConnell back. I assume it'd be on a veteran minimum. Um, only don't just because me like that. Only just because I don't picture us paying him more if we're not going to get any other uh, any other player adding into the type of guard out there in free agency. And I do agree with you that I think maybe they're just going to see what they have in Shake Milton. Um, so yeah, TJ, uh, it's looking like TJ may be back. I assume if Boban doesn't get money from anywhere else, he'll stay with us again on the veteran minimum. That opens up. So at this point, we are what? Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Al Horford, Tobias Harris, Mike Scott, um, TJ McConnell, Shake Milton, Zaire Smith, Matisse Thibel, uh, Jonah Bolden. That's 10 players. Um, And so we would need three or four more uh, on veteran minimums because we can't afford anymore or we could use some of it 
to go over and then have two other veter- veteran minimum contracts. Um, I'm not sure really who they should go for at this point. Uh, if they want to go for a backup center, they can. I kind of think they should just, you know, put see what they have in Jonah. Um, and then if they don't like what they see, uh, by buyout time, go and get somebody else. Um, but yeah, so how do you, how do you see the last, what is it? Three or four, uh, three or four open roster spots playing out. Do you think one of the, do you think the other two way guy, uh, Shayek or whatever his name is, uh, gets a contract? Maybe. Uh, I think, I think they spend the last bit of cap space. Um, there's, there's not a, uh, I would offer Ennis. Um, I would offer McConnell a, a 15th man contract, uh, as well as Boban. Yeah. Um, the notables that are still out there, obviously they can't be afforded, but Jabari Parker is still unsigned. Uh, Kawhi, obviously. Danny uh, Green. Contavious Caldwell Polt. Danny Green is still available. Wilson Chandler's on the market. Uh, we had him last year for oh, a little yeah, while. Uh, Rondo's available um, if we're looking for another point guard. I don't know if we could afford Rondo, though, for, for what it is he offered. Uh, right. Boogie Cousins. Uh, I, I think we spent that MLE on Mike Scott, though, correct? Mike Scott got the mid-level exception. If I'm, I'm not mistaken, he did. If he got the mid-level exception, then uh, I don't think DeMarcus comes here. Um, Marcus Morris is available, Justin Holiday. Um, any reason why uh, the uh, the Nuggets are giving up on Trey Lyles? A lot of these free agents are like are a lot I, lot older. I'm He's not, only 23. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe they like what they see out of Michael Porter Jr. They might really like what they see. You know, he is due back. Um, he does have an injury history, but that's what kind of what I – chalk it up to they must really like what they see in michael porter jr who i am excited to see this year actually i'm interested to see how he'll pan out in the nba i know he's oh, yeah. widely touted to be very good but then obviously had that injury in college um but if he ends up being good then the nuggets hit again on a player that slipped in the draft yeah i i, th- I think i think the sixers are going to run it back they there might be like you know some odd and end like free agent signing they might find like you know like a delon right or something um they you know there, there's there's a lot of options out there um I, I i think i think the biggest thing is just to wait until Kawhi signs and then people can start yeah making moves once Kawhi signs that. we'll see um, so there's gonna, there's gonna be a few overpays after Kawhi signs from people looking to like get theirs, especially the uh, Lakers. So, the Lakers will have people knocking on their door crazy, and then LeBron's just gonna be like, no, 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 who's the rest of you? <laughs> um, okay, so uh, that's pretty much it for the Sixers. Nothing else really outside of that. Um, so it's looking like the starting lineup now will be, as of now, again, on July 1st at 8.51 p.m. on a Monday. Um, the starting lineup will be Ben Simmons, Josh Richardson, uh, Tobias Harris, Al Horford, and Joel Embiid. Very, very big lineup. Now, moving on and looking at the rest of the league, other notable uh, free agent signings include KD and Kyrie to the Nets. Uh, the Knicks signed three power forwards in Bobby Portis, Taj Gibson, and, um, what is his name? Julius Randle. Uh, uh all on two-year deals. Yes, all on two-year uh, deals. Rand- so they'll I think be right Randall's back. Randle's a, uh, team option. Yeah, so they will yeah, be the, the right back. Two years back. away from being two years away. Yep. And, uh, let's see, uh, Pat Beverly went back to the Clippers. Uh, the Charlotte Good Hornets. Signing. The Charlotte Hornets I don't, gave, I don't like him, though. Uh, I don't, I don't like him as a person. 
I, I know Beverly has been regarded as a dirty player in the league. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but it was a, really it was good. it was a good signing for them, and they still have max cap space if uh, should Kawhi want to go there. Um, and uh, the Charlotte Hornets and Boston Celtics completed the sign and trade for Terry Rozier and Kemba Walker. Kemba in turn signed a uh, 144 million dollar max contract with the Celtics, and uh, what is his name? Uh, Terry Rozier got a Terry Terry got very, like 19 million. Got a very big contract. Uh, with Charlotte, a three-year contract. Hold on, what is the? Uh, it's uh, all three years are fifty-eight million dollar guaranteed. So big contract for scary that's Terry. That's nineteen there. and a third million. Jesus, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. There's your tank commander right there. Yeah, that is a uh, tank commander if I've ever seen one. Um, and Boston uh, in turn also lost their defensive anchor in Al Horford. Uh, so I guess I, if you want to, doesn't matter. About- they got Kemba Walker, and Kemba Walker puts up sixty a game on us. So now the Celtics can just like fist us for four more years because <laughs> because you think all of a sudden now Kemba. it's going to be Kemba Walker. I, I I swear it was like I went the last um I went to one of the Sixers Hornets games, and this was the one where he dropped sixty, and like the Sixers won one twenty to one eighteen, and Kemba has sixty, and he's just sitting there like man. And then what uh, I got? That's do. the game that Jimmy got the uh, the game winning block, right? Yeah, pretty I sure think so. My 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 intoxication level towards the end is pretty high, and <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little harder to see uh, I know, everything. I know he hit, hit game. he hit he hit a game winner for us. He hit two game winners for us, or three. It had to be three because it was one against Boston, one against the Nets, and one against the Hornets. And I yeah, the Hornets yeah. was in Charlotte though. I didn't go to the game in Charlotte. It was Hornets at Sixers. Oh, okay, okay, got you. Yeah, that wasn't the same game, I, but we still beat them. But, I went to a uh, Brooklyn Nets game last year. Uh, that was the uh, like one of the last games before the Jimmy Butler trade, and then I went to the or it was before yeah before the Jimmy Butler trade, and then I went to the Orlando Magic game, which was like the first game after the Tobias trade. But he wasn't with the team yet or something. Yeah, um, but yeah. So, uh, do you, is there anything in particular you want to talk about? I'm not really surprised KD and Kyrie went to Brooklyn. I kind of thought that was a done deal the moment Kyrie said he was going to Brooklyn. Um, cause I figured Katie was going to leave. Um, I am, uh, it's starting to look like Kawhi to LA is getting more and more real. Um, there is this source that, uh, has been well sourced within Reddit. He's actually the one that called weeks ago that said a source told him that, uh, Al Horford and Sixers deal was done about two weeks ago. And then the report came out that the Al Horford to Sixers deal was pretty much done two weeks ago and that Tobias would be staying. Um, he did break an hour ago that Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers is officially done. Both sides are working on minor details at the moment before announcing the deal. So we'll see if that goes through, but let's operate like it is because last podcast we operated like he was staying. Uh, so right. Just, we were talking about the Raptors, like like what they were going to do. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the Bucks got worse because they lost Brogdon, who went to Indiana. We'll see how Indiana looks when uh, Oladipo comes back. They should be pretty good, though. Um, uh, so yeah, they got Bojanovic. Um, yeah. And they got. Did they get did they lose Bojan- No, they lost, they, lost, or they lost Bojanovic and gained. There's like Bojanovic, Bogdanovic, and, and Bojan Marizanovic. <laughs> yeah. Just, it, it it always throws me for for a loop. Um, they got Brogdon. I mean, yeah, they got Bro- the the Pacers are the ones who got Brogdon. Uh, it was the Jazz. Got- it was the Jazz that got uh, Bogdanovich, and they also got Ed Davis. Um, the Jazz right. look pretty good. 
Right. Maybe um, that's why I confuse them too, because it's like places white people live for 800 yeah. <laughs> is Utah and what is Indiana. And in Indiana. Uh, but yeah, so, so let's operate under the assumption that Kawhi is going to LA. So they're going to make a super, super team. They're not going to have much money to do anything else. So I will wait to see what the rest of the thing looks like. And also one injury could screw them over completely, but let's assume everything they'll be healthy. We have to be the favorites out of the East. If Kawhi is gone, right? If Kawhi's out of the East, like I will, I the Sixers should retire number two. <laughs> just, just, just like thanks, and they can. I think I think is I think four is already retired by Cunningham. Uh, so let's see. Uh, yeah, four four is retired. I'm pretty sure two might be retired too. Wasn't that Moses? But Malone? you retired four because the amount of bounces on the rim before it like ripped our heart out. <laughs> we'll just retire I, I, second number two next to Moses Malone. I got to figure out what the Celtics do because the Celtics signed Ennis Cantor. And Ennis Cantor is another one. Who, he's barbecue who chicken. He, he, he still shows up. Yeah, he scores but, a lot. But, he scores a lot. But how is his shoulder going to hold up against getting bodied by uh, Horford and Embiid? I, it, it's like, you know, I, I can't get too excited because the Sixers are, still have to find a way to get through, uh, get through Boston. Um, Toronto will be more competitive than people will give them credit for. Uh, I, yeah, I, but they I, won't I be a serious Sixers threat. Be, the Sixers would be the uh, favorites on paper, but the Sixers were favorites on paper last year, based on potential. True. Uh, of course, there was execution. Of course, there was bounces. But again, that's the human element. Uh, there are things that can ultimately derail the uh, the Sixers. Kind of like that Game of Zones episode where uh, Dame Lillard was just like, the only thing that can derail the Warriors is from within. Now it wasn't chemistry that got to them; it was injuries. But something similar could happen to uh, Simmons or Embiid or Harris, where all of a sudden, like, you know, one of them just wakes up projectile vomiting, and then you're down like 2-0 in a series, and you have to go on the road. Oh, shit. I, I still, I still uh, if Kawhi leaves, I think this does put the Sixers as perennial favorites on paper. But you got to play basketball. You got to play 82 games. You got to settle before it. Yep. Um, I personally think that we are the favorites. Uh, through and I think that uh, while in the, initially I think we're going to struggle a little on offense just because everybody needs to get a feel for each other. Um, I do think we'll hit a groove because we don't have to f- completely flip over our team mid season two times. Uh, the guys, our core is set and our core is here, um, and it is Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, and Al Horford. Um, oh, and Josh Richardson, who is a young guy. Our whole starting five is pretty much set, and uh, and it's all about... That's the first three off the bench, too. Uh, really the first four with Joan on the regular season. Really? We have a freaking squad, is what we're trying to say. <laughs> it's there. Uh, it's and there. it's going to be about Brett and his adjustments. Uh, he is going to start with a sizzling seat, that is for sure. Uh, yes. Yes, he has like, no you, excuse Don't now. be surprised if a 12-8 and eight Brett Brown gets fired. Oof. I hope that, not. That... I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't want that either, but I just want to say that pe- people need to uh, realize that he's going to have a toasty seat. There's always been a crowd calling for the coach's head. I personally am screaming for the Phillies to fire the hitting coach because when everybody gets bad, you know, under the hitting coach's tenure and not just a few people, you wonder what the fuck's going on. Yeah, uh, this is a Sixers podcast, and so for the sake of Brett Brown, he's gonna he's gonna need to get them rolling. And it's it's not going to be so much about record as it is going to be about showing up. And, of course, what happens in the fourth quarter? Uh, our team's going to be able to maximize on weaknesses of the Sixers prior, which was that 
outside of JJ, there wasn't really anybody who could take a shot from deep because you didn't want Embiid out there. Every time Embiid was out there, you'd say like, Joe, get in the paint. But then you realize like he was your second best three point shooter at times. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, and it that, was, that was something interesting too. Cause like I just statistically, uh, Horford had a better three point shooting year than, uh, Jimmy Butler last year on similar attempts, no less. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited too. Team. I didn't see this coming at all. I, I had no, no way I thought it's definitely a better off. return than Eric Gordon and Clint Capella. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, a reason of the a reason of the Kings. I think the Kings are going to make the playoffs next year. Uh, they're, the, they're really the Pelicans getting JJ, and they also who did they get? Who did they get? Who did they get? The Sixers uh, did not match on JJ. By the way, I swear, if anybody boos Reddick at the Wells Fargo Center, I'm going to be a little upset. Reddick uh, took the contract the Pelicans gave and said, "Hey, I'm going to sign this if you don't match, but I will if you match, I will come back." And the Sixers said, "We can't." I do mean, that. he went and got the money. I can't blame him. It is what it I don't is. I blame him at all. I, I, I will applaud if uh, I happen to go see the Pelicans. That'll actually be a pretty good game. I get tickets to that. That actually, would, that actually would be a pretty good game. They're a fun team. They're definitely When's a fun team. When does the schedule come out? Uh, August, right? Yeah, it would come out in August. Nothing's happening till. Or we're definitely opening against the Celtics on the road so we can start the season 0-1. Oh, my God. Then we God. go to Toronto after. No, we have to beat them. That would be the best, beating them with Al Horford. Like, Al Horford just, like, flexing on them, getting N1s, doing Al all Horford the little things. Al Horford for Kemba just, like, dropping 70 against the Sixers in his first home game, <laughs> ascending like to God-like status, saying, like, I fucking own you guys. And it's just like, yes, Kemba, you do. Um, <laughs> I would hate that so much. I would hate that. Does, so does more Yukon does do you know if more Yukon folks tend to go to New York City than Boston in regards to employment? I I, I know that uh I did not know that. Uh Connecticut but Connecticut also borders uh where is Yukon? Because it's not in Hartford. Um I'm just curious about his connection in college because he went to uh Yukon, obviously. Yeah. Where is the main campus of Yukon? I'm curious about that because uh it uh, might it, stores it Connecticut. Okay. Um, I took a train once from New York City to Boston to see my cousin uh, who was in town visiting. And then I just remember like passing and they're just like, oh, we're right there. All right. So it's, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally, it, it actually is uh, considerably closer, maybe 60%. Uh, it's closer to Boston. I, I think part of that uh, is why he went back uh, because he, he, he enjoyed the area so much because he went to school there. And of course, obviously, to play with an intellectual like Brad Stevens, Kyrie. What? Good morning. What does uh, the word government? What does the word government mean? (laughs) Control. Oh man, I'm excited. Uh, So yeah, that that I mean, as of now, I feel like that pretty much wraps it up. I'm pretty sure Kawhi is going to the Lakers now, so we're about to be in the era of another super team in the Lakers. But the Sixers aren't too shabby themselves if i do say so myself do you have anything else to add no nah, that's basically it we're, we're pretty much set there's just gonna be some minimal signings for the sixers and Kawhi's the last big piece to fall uh, to fall and I next, next up is summer league summer league uh summer league starts in four days yep so we will be getting to look at our boys zaire and matisse and shayek i'm pretty sure i'm still saying his name wrong but we'll get to see and all three Shake of them. Can play summer league too. Oh yeah, and Shake Mil- and we'll get to see Shake Milton. So we'll see all our young guys uh play. Uh, 
There uh, was summer league today, but that wasn't our summer league. Yeah, There's it was the California, the, the uh, Salt Lake City summer league, but the big one, of course, is Las Vegas, and that's where. We'll and that go. will be huge. We'll also get to see uh, notable rookies such as Zion and RJ Barrett play, so that should be exciting as well. Um, I guess we'll have another podcast after summer league or a little after um, to talk about what we saw in our guys. If anything crazy happens, who knows? We may get another cork esque 40 point game out of like shake Milton out of nowhere or something. <laughs> no Sesame seeds in the state of Nevada for the rest of the week. None at all. None. We need our boys to stay healthy. That would suck if one of them got injured in summer league. Um, I really hope. Uh, not. What, what random injury is uh, Matisse going to end up getting? Because uh, as is tradition, probably, you get uh, uh, I'm, if anything, like a probably like a calf strain or a pulled calf. What was that injury that Shamit had after the first? Like he was in uh, summer league for like five minutes and then like sprained his ankle and then was out yeah, for the rest of summer league. Yeah, he just got a Charlie horse, and they're like, "All right, we we know you can play basketball." Yeah, that's fine. I, so they're just not going to play. I'm going to go with an allergy to sunlight. That's what I'm going to say. Matisse <laughs> no, is going to get an allergy to sunlight. He can no longer complain in the sunlight, only under direct, regular lights provided in a stadium. It will be hard right, to transport so, him. Right. We'll do it in caskets because it is going to lead him to an early grave. All right. Jokes aside, here's here's hoping for health for everyone. Yes. Including, including the opponents of the Sixers. Yes. When everyone plays the ball. Uh, so it is set. The Sixers core is set. The future looks relatively bright in my opinion i'm satisfied eric is satisfied uh this has been another episode of top three protected thank you all for listening don't forget to give us five stars and leave a review or give us less stars than that and leave a review let us know how you feel um we're always open to criticism and yeah uh so for eric i'm eddie we will talk to you guys later Like he's going for the win. Butler heaves and hits with 4-10.